what up? What's going on, man? Episode 173, baby, we back. Let's go. Dude, it feels like it's been a while and it's only been a week. I don't know why it feels like it. I, and I think we, then we skip a, we, we skip the actual I guess day. like a day. And then I think it's when the weeks are eventful, they they just feel longer. I don't know what it like. It's oh, a holiday man. week, you know no, what I mean? Man. Like, I don't me, know. It's been feeling short, man. I feel like I'm missing a day. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like we haven't potted in a while. Uh, um, it's literally been seven days, right? Yeah. You know what that tells me, bro? That I'm getting needy. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's time to leave you. <laughs> I'm about to give dump. <laughs> time to find a new partner. This is when the commitment issues and I start to start to see themselves still and I want to get in touch. Yep. <laughs> Yo, welcome back everybody to the copper to the copper. <laughs> okay, uh, let me uh Welcome back, everybody, to the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean, and every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things going on in the world, try to focus on things making an impact, <laughs> whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. Hit him with the drink of the day. Listen, man, I am extra proud of the drink this week, man. This is an experimental uh, uh, endeavor here. Like, I got inspiration from something, and then just try to... Yo, I, I guess this, fu- this fucking drink got me doing like the Liberty Bibbidi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you hear how Sean's talking? That's how good this drink is. <laughs> Liberty <laughs> It took that shit a minute to register with me, bro. Because I've had too many of these. T- <laughs> the Liberty <laughs> Sorry, man. Drink. Go. Oh, man. We drink it? Oh, yeah, we are drinking. All right. So, uh, no, this shit's awesome, man. Um, I know we decided to do a little take on a mojito, but instead of rum uh, and like sugar, we were, we're using mezcal and an agave syrup. So uh, this was interesting. And it's my first time doing the the Casamigos mezcal, and I've been really into mezcals lately. So just trying all the different types. So uh, this one's pretty good. Like by itself, it was really good. Uh, and How do you make it? So the drink is. In a shaker, we muddled, uh, just be generous with mint leaves and agave syrup. And then add in about half a lime, uh, the lime juice, sorry. So squeeze in the lime juice from about half a lime, uh, throw in the two ounces of the mezcal, some ice, shake it up, pour it in a rocks glass with ice, and then top it off with orange juice. Uh, stir that in. Just a splash. Splash of orange juice and then uh, mint on top. Make sure the mint is cracked, uh, clapped. Uh, you know, whatever you got to do to get the, the aroma out and then throw it on there. And this shit is awesome. It's yeah, so good. And make sure you do it like in a rocks glass because we did try it in a taller glass. Yes. And it was uh, like too much OJ. It was fine, but it was too much. Yeah, OJ. yeah, yeah. But but if, I mean, you know what? For some, for some that might be better, right? If they if they like it less less It's a strong. breakfast drink then. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you know, instead of, instead of a, 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 a like mimosa. Like a Christmas morning. It's drink. a Christmas morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's good. So, do it. so if you're feeling a little generous with the OJ, go talk. <laughs> go talk glass. But no, the rocks glass made the drink taste way better because I feel like all the flavors, you get like a little bit of everything better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really good man um I, I really like this we're calling it the fueguito so it's a little smoky <laughs> we'll, we'll put it on the ig page for, for the for the gringo for, <laughs> for the americans somebody right now going like where what <laughs> <laughs> all right man yo my carbon footprint this week is going out to the u.s why because they recently approved uh, the world's first gene editing therapy. So there's like, I guess this this is a okay. technology called CRISPR and it's spelled. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
you know, okay, so C-I-R-S-P-R um, technology. There's like a Nobel Prize winning technology. That's how they got the COVID vaccine, isn't it? Uh, no, I thought that was uh, mRNA, no? Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. There's something else uh, that got done with CRISPR. But yeah, sorry, that's, that's the gene editing tool. Yep. yep, okay, go ahead. So essentially, it, it genetically modifies the patient's cells. So, so this CRISPR technology can like correct mutations that cause diseases. And, and um, it got, so this thing got approved and um, the first approved treatment is for sickle cell disease, which I know a lot of African, African-Americans suffer from that. Who, who did this treatment? Who was the, like the leading? I don't know. Uh, That's why I gave it to the U.S. I'm not sure. I, I don't know who, who invented it. No, but the, U, the U.S. is like the, basically the FDA approved, I guess, the, the use of it. But the research into it treating sickle cell you know who nope. who um nope nope don't know man there were so many good jokes there bro <laughs> can i take a guess <laughs> i don't know you could i can't i want to tell you if you write we not. google it <laughs> all right go let me see howard university <laughs> <laughs> tuskegee institute <laughs> did i just change the back no <laughs> We're dealing with some new technology here, people. <laughs> nah. No, nah, because you know, sickle cell generally affects mostly African Americans. That's what I was saying. So, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So I'm like, oh man, was it a, a, it couldn't have been a white school, but maybe I'm wrong, man. I, I have very little faith in humanity. So the school itself would be the research right, so group. Edit, editas Medicine. E D I. T-S, T-A-S. Bro, that shit, is that even a real, that's like my online college. What is going on? It's <laughs> <laughs> leading the way in using the CRISPR to treat rare genetic eye diseases. Sorry, that's that one. I don't know. I don't so know. That, who, I don't that's know cool as fuck though, one, man. But yeah. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, sorry. Um, besides the sickle cell, um, the sickle cell disease, there's also like 280 gene editing therapies in the works. And and the whole purpose behind this is like, you know, we take you know, we talk about like a vaccine, and mm-hmm. and to me, I always think about a vaccine as, um, like a cure, and it's not right. Like like when you say the uh, the the flu vaccine right. or the COVID COVID nineteen vaccine, it's like there's a new one every year, right? Because based on how the uh, based on how how the how how it modifies itself, yeah. And in this case, this is like a true like this thing truly targets like the root cause. And is and is like a one and done cure. Wow, dude! And, and like you said, this—if you can do it with this, presumably you'll find a way to. Because once you can gene edit, it's just sort of pinpointed the genes, right? I mean, maybe I'm oversimplifying that, but yeah, no. I mean, it's it it, it appears to be that way. I, I just wonder, like, when you start messing with that, you know, what are the consequences? You know, it, do you, is is this like a like an I am legend? You know, does somebody fuck it up and 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 create you know and, and you know quote unquote zombies, right, bro? It, or do they do they do they just you know do they kind of mess with um, Homo sapiens as a whole and then we become like a whole new perfect the species species, bro. right? Dude, I just was thinking about like what happens to the people who this shit gets in the wrong hands of, and they want to like if you can take something away, then you can give you something can give to. Something. Yep. So imagine you just want to fuck with people and be like, nah, I'm about to give them you know whatever. You start giving diseases. Oh, oh yeah, nah. like, <laughs> uh, bro. 
Can you imagine? It's, it's, it's like it's like AI, dude, right? Like a- AI things like you know, like like ChatGPT is kind of made for, um, you know, to, to to help humanity. Yeah. Um, but but then you know, AI can also be used to take away jobs. Well, you shouldn't. I, I mean, I feel like you know the argument for progress should never be um things get too good or or the negative i don't know like 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 you know but like, like, people to like to, there's negatives to everything so it's like that shouldn't be a deterrent the progress is like the well it could get well like yeah everything yeah everything does. could but you everything you could make that argument for anything ever invented right like yeah the, i mean we drive listen we we drive cars right we drive two thousand pound plus vehicles yeah right (laughs) at 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 very high speeds down you know down streets um and 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 for the most part we don't hit each other and if you drove that if you went back in time into medieval times and i gave you a ford f-150 you'd fucking dominate a region bro (laughs) (laughs) nah man you need a a cyber truck for that (laughs) you'd just be running over so when they so when they shoot arrows at you (laughs) that's just you're right bro but you would be dominant (laughs) like yeah it, it yeah, it'd be real life Rocket League. You'd just be wilding out in there, just bouncing humans off your windshield. Yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah. So shout out to the U.S. for for doing that. You know, I, I thought about this when I when I saw this. I thought about um, stem cells and how they haven't allowed stem cells to be used. I was literally thinking that when you talked, I'm like, okay, but we still can't do stem cell yeah. research. So yeah. I, I I always wonder like like why you know why one not the other. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue that point, but I'm just. Yeah, I don't know what it is either because I used to think there was a religious component to it and, and it was a certain party that wouldn't allow it. But I would argue that this is equally as sort of quote unquote playing God if you're gene editing. What, yeah, and I don't know. I, th- I thought the whole thing with the stem cells was that it had to come from. It has to come with, from a fetus. From a fetus, yeah, right. Yeah. But you can you can freeze your own fetus' stem cells. So like you yep. can freeze umbilical cords and yep. whatever. Like So just in case that fetus needs it later on. Correct. You should be able to do that. I and I think, think you can. You can freeze the cords, but are you allowed to do treatments? There's certain treatments you're not allowed to, right? I, I, I don't know. I got I'm not, I got yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. I think you're allowed to do certain things with it, but I think it's sort of limited. Whereas, like, in other countries, like, you can go get, you know, like, a new kneecap or a shoulder. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of crazy. You get some, You, uh, I mean, I guess it's coming from some fetus from some third world country, maybe. I don't know. Like, if you go to Panama and you get all these... Like, I know you, a lot of people go there to get, like, treatments done. It's like, where do those... Yeah, where do they from? come from? Nobody cares. Yeah. No, you're right. We don't. I'll be like, am I getting a new knee or not? <laughs> <laughs> Is the kneecap growing back or not? <laughs> now I got liver and kneecap. <laughs> Yo, all right. So shout out to these guys, man. That's awesome. The, uh, it, man, the more and more, I feel like we've done so many of these like cancer, uh, either curing treatments or um, just anything with diseases that we've been doing the pod and it's been interesting to see how many just develop but then like fast forward i guess five ten years from now like when they're actually i guess at work on a day-to-day basis like it's going to be fascinating to see do we talk about certain cancers like the way we talk about say polio or whatever or yeah, just like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know like yo remember when people used to die from you know breast cancer all the time and then now it's just like a thing i just wonder like especially when if anything like when you just mentioned cancer there's so much money to or being made on you know cancer drugs or drugs for cancer patients. Mm-hmm. If you come out with a cure for it, there's a lot of a lot of companies stand to lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I always felt like that is a, a kind of a driver in why we don't have cures for cancer. That's just that's just my thought yeah, behind yeah, yeah. it. Um, but you know stuff like it, this. It's is, funny. I've gotten more cynical about that. I guess as I've gotten older. Really. 
Because I didn't used to think that way. And then as I've gotten older, and I guess, I don't know, maybe the more time I've spent in, I guess, dealing with medical stuff, like, the more I'm kind of like, yeah, this shit doesn't make sense. Like, when, the, the more you see kind of how expensive the medical field can be and then how unfair insurances can be with certain things and not others and just the unreasonability with medications and you kind of then start to go like, well, yeah, fuck, maybe there is like a, I don't want to say conspiracy, but there's definitely an incentive to treat and not cure. Right. Uh, because a lot of money to be a made, A lot of bro. money to be made, man. It's, it's weird. Like, I never believed in the whole population control thing. I think more than anything, it's the the money. It's it's There's too many mouths to be fed, too many lives, too many, you know, executives with beach houses who rely on, you know, being able to do stuff like this for them to ever go, like, just make it go away. Like, it's yeah. weird. Yeah. I don't know. All right, man. What you got? Bizarre, man. Yeah, <laughs> I am also uh, picking a carbon footprint this week that is helping save black lives. Um, much like yours, I am talking about the murder rate in the U.S. is expected to see a record year year drop. <laughs> oh, only for only for African Americans. No, it's everybody. I just I'm I'm allowed to make those jokes because Sean's not black. <laughs> As our resident, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna get a 23 and me just so that I can start using the N word on air. <laughs> Because I, I know like, I'm gonna I'm get point oh seven <laughs> Nigerian. <laughs> Just gonna drop that word on air. <laughs> but, but no, I, dude, it's funny. We were talking. I guess you know we gotta give the the good with the bad. We were talking about how shitty the the um, our mass shooting rate is. But on the flip side of that, the U.S. is expected to see a year year drop on homicides. And it's in the, the top 10 cities, and they've seen massive decreases. So, like, New York, down 11%. Uh, really? Los even even with all the migrants? Even with all the migrants and all the oh. shit that they say, like, makes it horrible. Los yeah. Angeles, down 16%. As shitty as Los Angeles is now, with all the people moving out and all the stuff happening and the homelessness and all that stuff, down 16%. Chicago, down 13%. Houston, down South 11%. It's not specific, <laughs> bro. That all that eleven percent is concentrated in the verbs. <laughs> One less guy killed his wife. <laughs> Southside Chicago don't count. Southside Chicago, they're excluded from the survey. <laughs> they're an outlier. They're, like that's not even Chicago. <laughs> that's Southside. <laughs> Uh, fuck. So, but like these all have similar drops, like Houston, San Antonio, Dallas. These are major U.S. So cities. major cities, yeah. But some of the big ones, man. Uh, Detroit, eighteen percent. But I'm like, that's ah, probably because there's nobody left. But then, <laughs> but Baltimore, twenty five percent drop oh, in wow. murder rate. But you know, Baltimore is notoriously yeah. really bad. But that's a huge number. Um, Washington D.C., which I would, you know, you would you would argue is sort of Baltimore area. 36% drop Dang. in murders in Washington, D.C. So is this from 22 to 23? Yeah, I think this is, yes, in 2023 compared to, okay. to the prior year. Yep. Uh, Miami down 15%. Denver down 4%. Atlanta down 18%. So, like, man, I, I don't know. The, 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 like, just thinking about what attributes to that. Like, I'm like, all right, D.C., and I was trying to think of events or like Baltimore, like, is there specific events or, or you know, like, because we, we see the school shooting or the mass shooting stuff go up, but then obviously we see some of these murder rates go down. And I know that they're not necessarily equivalent. Yeah, because I mean, didn't uh, last week we said there was 650 like mass one, like, shootings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something like almost like two per day. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
And it was one. What are we on pace for so far? I, I don't know. I know there was a news article that broke today that there was some like teenager. It's that shot up the some school. Today. Fourth. We better have eight. <laughs> <laughs> no man, we're trending down. We're trending down. We're trending down. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, we better not have eight. That's right. We better, oh, better not have eight. <laughs> better not, uh, but yeah, dude. So man, shout out to y'all people not killing each other for you know 2023. Um, it's weird, man, because this was a, a, a year that was touted to be, um, I think, like financially difficult and and there's a lot of hardships and sort of the where people were going to, quote unquote, wake up post the covid sort of hangover of right. people didn't want to go back to work and they found other means of you know employment. But then, you know, the, talk, the election year is coming. I don't know. 2023 was supposed to be bad. And normally desperate people do desperate things. Normally you see this. um with like a, a, a obviously a dip in wealth or like an increase in and in i guess economic turmoil you do start to see like murder rates and that sort of thing go up but obviously none of them happened we didn't see this big yeah and so i wonder if it's that i wonder if it's just people are more entertained i wonder if it's like i don't think we suddenly just got smarter is it resources is it talking about mental health more i, I, I don't know it's yeah, just like know, it's, it's interesting and, and even uh didn't they say we we're supposed to go into the, into like a deep recession yeah which which they're even kind of starting to turn to turn that of going like oh maybe maybe not maybe not yeah yeah and then it's we're going into an election year so typically you don't see that happen right unless you get some like historic crash like what right. happened in the, the bush year or whatever his last year in office where it just tank but normally you don't see that in an election year either so yeah i don't know man it would be fascinating to see and it'll be fascinating if this this trend continues or was this just a one-off because people's just focus were on different things because yeah like i think if people are entertained and people have shit to do and they feel i guess like they're contributing members of society you typically don't you see a drop in just crime overall and so i don't know it's just it was weird i think the ones from baltimore and dc just stood out so much because it's like a quarter and a third murder rates drop because for some of these places it's like 10 percent might be two people right but you but, know but 25 percent in, in baltimore man that's, that's a, a million lot, bro <laughs> 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 no, i don't know i mean me neither but damn but yes yeah, so, so so shout out to uh all oh, you guys not killing people that's awesome <laughs> I say guys because fucking guys are the ones that kill people, bro. Like very yeah. few women murderers out there, man. Like they they usually have their wits about them, and they're all there. They don't think with. I'm gonna rephrase this because I was, I was gonna say they don't think, think with, the, with their hormones, but <laughs> that is wrong. <laughs> they don't act. <laughs> I don't know. Wrong again? Also wrong. <laughs> I'm just gonna back out of this because I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where I was going. It's mostly guys. We're stupid. We'll leave it at that. We just think that's stupid. It's mostly guys, and we just we're fucking stupid. <laughs> just Dude, I, I um, did you did you watch this movie? Uh, I saw this movie a couple of weeks ago, man, on Netflix called Leave the World Behind. I have not. I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't seen the actual movie yet. All right. So spoiler alert. I won't say too much about it, but in case you guys want to watch it and, you know, fucking fast forward or whatever. Anyway, in, in this movie, essentially, the, the U.S. gets like uh, like cyber attacked, essentially. Right. So like, like this uh, Internet goes down, you know, no cell phone. So you can't communicate with people. You can't you know, you can't call anybody. You can't go online and see what the fuck's going on. Um they're like distributing fucking flyers to different areas and and the flyers would be like like i don't know like if you're in california where there's maybe a large uh um asian population there's flyers down there saying like china's attacking us but maybe if you're somewhere where maybe the arab community is is great they'll be dropping flyers saying 
um, you know, the, the Middle East is attacking us or whatever, you know, Iran's attacking us. Um, and, and it's and it's all like to cause this sort of chaotic like moment, hysteria, hysteria, right? Where you can't you can't communicate. You think, and then you, it's like if if your neighbor is if you're in California, right? Your neighbor's Asian. Now you're going like, oh shit! Like, is he is he part of this? Like, who can I trust? Uh, right. And so within the movie, you know, they they kind of get to they kind of get to a place where there's like a uh, where, where where somebody has done a one of those like doomsday shelters. Okay. Right? Yeah. Like a um, bunker kind of thing. Almost like that, right? And, and you've seen these shows with the the doomsday preppers where they have these fucking Yeah, yeah. Um, some of them some of them have money and <laughs> and they have like extravagant shit, right? And some of them don't have much money and it's like a it's one of those like uh, what do you call those those, those like storage containers? And they fucking put them underground. <laughs> it looks and, like you're living in a basement. And, yes. Uh, yeah. But man, watching that movie it made me think of like what like a that would probably be e- something easy that, that that could happen here it will easily happen here yeah. and then dude if you can't go to the grocery store to go get food so we're just talking about basic necessities right you can't get food you can't get water from from the store like what are you doing how are you getting food and if you're in a major city you're probably fucked like what are you what are you eating are you eating? You know, like 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 once all of the the supermarkets are looted, yeah, and everybody's taking whatever they can take. When that shit runs out, then what? Yeah, most of like, us are fucked. Yeah, and I was going like, should we know how to hunt? Yeah, bro, you try. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I'm not saying. Listen, I'm not a fucking. I'm not like a believer in like to be a, like a doomsday prepper. But they, but but the movie made me think like. Man, there are probably some basic things that you should know. It's just like even um, even neighbors within within the movie were kind of like you know like, like that they, there was sort of one scene where where a guy kind of had like his his food. It was no like doomsday prepper, but he had his food. He had guns, and it was like somebody come to the door, and he's like, eh, "Sorry, bro, like I ain't got nothing for you." Um, and, and he comes to the door with his gun, right? Like 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 don't fucking try nothing because I'm gonna yeah, kill no. you. So it's like it's just the 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 distrust, but this guy was one of those people that you go like, eh, and he's kind of ready for this, and you go like, most of us are not, most of us are not ready for that, and and it's like if you had to go fend for yourself and go and hunt for your food, and how many people would would not last? Oh, bro, you try to catch a squirrel? <laughs> Shit, <laughs> <laughs> like none of us, man, dude. I, Fuck, admittedly, I, I think, you know, I feel like a lot of us would get lucky initially. If you have, you know how to use a gun, you will find some kind of animal, you know, close by at first, right? But then eventually but even you're going to have you, to learn a track. And, yeah. But even dude, but you, then skinning it and how do you prepare it? And right. how do you know what's edible and what's not? And, you know, that, you know, so on and so forth. Bro, I still maintain the first person to do anything is my fucking hero because, do you imagine, you know how like we find out certain fish are just poisonous to humans? Oh, Some yeah. motherfucker found that out the hard way. You know what I'm <laughs> and then somebody found that out for the second time for confirmation. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, like, you know, there's like all these like things where you go, the plants or the berries that you can or can't eat or whatever. You know, it's like shit like that where I go, man, even if I didn't have to hunt and I could just pick stuff off trees, how do I know what's good? Like we don't. We're going to no, find that true, out the hard man. way, man. Yep. Like, yeah, it's just, dude, none of that basic survival stuff. It's all, and it's weird because none of us know how to do it, but it's still ingrained in our DNA of like that, um, 
uh, what do you call that? Sort of like that carnal instinct, like like you men mean, and like, women like to hunt. Yeah, I think just to hunt. Or it's like, like 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 hunter hunter gatherers to right? meet like, like certain human needs, right? Like like women and men are sort of genetically predisposed because we haven't lived in this comfort for long enough for our DNA to sort of recalibrate itself. And so you do have this like men where we're still like aggressive and we still have like this hunter gatherer sort of mentality, even though we haven't had to do that for you know two hundred three hundred years, like. Which, again, it's not that long ago, but we live in this comfort, which I think is why you see things like the violence that we see or all that stuff. Like, we're sort of not programmed to not be that level of violence and that level of, like, aggression and and have that survival instinct in us. Like, we're not calibrated for that yet, like, for this life of of sort of, like, I don't know, posh, I guess, for lack of a better thing. And then, like, with women, same thing. Like, you like women were sort of programmed at a point in time to go for like the protector or the, you know, like the, the person who could take care of the tribe and who could bring food and, and you know, cause protected didn't necessarily mean like physically imposing, but it was like, who's going to keep me fed and do all that stuff because, you know, like, uh, 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 and then, you know, like being motherly or the mother was like considered sort of like a, a high value or whatever that is. But like that stuff is still in our DNA, but we don't know, we don't operate that way as a society anymore. So it's like really weird because our, our instinct is like sort of combating with our reality. It's like, and in a situation like this, I wonder, do we thrive though? Because maybe we just need that push to go the other, to go to, back, to the go other back way. the other way. Like, like, yeah, I, I hear like, you know, like for me, I'd be like, fuck, I wouldn't know where to start. But it's like, how quickly does that go away? Yeah. Because we're still genetically programmed to be that way. Yeah. And it's even, it's even you, mentioned, you mentioned guns, right? Like, how many of us don't own guns, right? And then it's like, okay, so let's, let's just say you get your hand on one. How many folks even understand how to, yeah, you can shoot it, but are you aiming right? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you, if, if you're just going out to, to sort of kill something to eat it, are you even, are you, are you missing most of those shots? Yeah, how do you say, do you not create bullets, make them? Cause you got to find them or you're going to run out shooting arrows. You know, like, 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 yeah, like you, yeah. get, you learn how to use a bow yeah, because use you can bow. retrieve it and then figure out how to fix them and repair them. And, yeah. you know, dude, for, for, for Christmas, man, I, I got a, I got a fucking bow, which I used to, I used to shoot archery when I was a kid. And, and, and I think sometime this year I told my wife like, yo, I want a bow. I want a bow again. And it was cool because this weekend um, I, I, w- I was shooting and my sons came outside and and it was their first time and they really liked it. Yeah, yeah. So step one, bro. You are you you, yeah, you on right? the way. You on the way. <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> you on the way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you know. But it was it was funny like watching those guys shoot and and going, man, like this shit is not like it's not um it's not instinctual, right? Like it's it's a skill. But it used to be, for almost like. For almost required right like mandatory. For, and, and for humans still in other parts of the world that that that's their 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 main uh you know their main sort of weapon of choice to go and find food like like, like there's tribes in south america and in africa yeah, that, that still use that still use that just crazy man yeah i man i have so many thoughts on that like the premise behind that movie because it's like that what you were saying like going back to primitive times like how many of us i don't know like do, do we thrive in, in this and but it also just shows like these comforts that we have that we that don't really matter, but have like don't really matter as far as like humans are concerned, like the Internet or like how crippled we would be as a species or so we think, I guess, or so we that we're think. crippled because we don't have access to the Internet. But it's like we are from a national defense standpoint. And then it also shows like, you know how people now like we're really stupid in the sense that like people believe everything they watch on 
you know, whatever, Fox whatever, or CNN yeah. or whatever, whatever they're, they're sort of TikTok. Yeah. TikTok, Facebook, like, you know, all of it. And it's funny, man, I'll see articles that people will show me that are clearly wrong. And I don't know how I know that they're clearly wrong, but I just kind of know maybe it's, I don't know, product of not being dumb or just growing up in this generation where the internet, I think was always lying to me or trying to. And so like, you know, like you ever get like people in your family, like sometimes it's elderly, but sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's people that are like your age and they're showing you something like, did you see this? And you're like, that's not real. That's not real. And they're arguing with you of like, no, no, but it is, but it's like, but it's not real. Like we're just so gullible and we're easy to sort of get riled up and, and then worked up and, and, and get like against something that like, I can see people dropping flyers and automatically people lose their shit. Like nobody looks and goes, Hey man, like. I, like w- this something seems off here like maybe we should you know like it's just no one will question that we would just go to mass hysteria and mass hate because you saw it during everything bro during covid we couldn't agree on shit during like it was like whatever news thing you were watching whatever your friends were telling you and then we seek sort of people that think like us because we seek affirmation not the information so it's right. like then everyone around you believes how you believe and tells you the same thing and it's just like we would be so susceptible to something like that, I think, as a society, like because it's really fucking easy to to sort of trick us using the things that we think are sort of our friend, which yeah. is like the internet and you know the entertainment, quote unquote, that we seek out. Yeah, and so this movie was um it was made or or produced by um the company called Higher Ground Productions, which is actually founded by Barack and Michelle Obama. Really? Yeah, back in back in 2018. Um. And so if you go to there, if you go to that website, it's uh, highergroundmedia.com. There's actually several movies that they have out of this production company and they're all on Netflix. Really? Yeah. Um, and, and they're they're like, uh, I guess they're, their motto of the company is to tell powerful stories that entertain, inform, and inspire while elevating new and diverse voices in the entertainment industry. But Julia Roberts is the star of this movie, right? She's not the star, but she's one. It's 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 her. It's um ah fuck man. There's there's actually like four, like the four main characters are all well known actors and actresses. Okay, so she's just one of them. So she's just one of them. Yes, e, uh, Ethan Hawke is one of them. Okay, that that's that's her husband. And then um shit man, it's like a it, there's a there's a there's a father and a daughter. That's like the other two characters. Um, but, and I can't remember their names, but they're well-known actors and actresses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was well done. I I didn't like the way it ended, but then when I kind of walked away and thought about it, I'm, I was, I was like, there's no other way to end that. Yeah. This is on Netflix. Yes. Uh, I'm going to have to check it out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'm so behind on, I couldn't tell you the last movie that I saw. I've watched a lot of movies lately that my kids pick. And a lot of it is like, old shit, or I'm in the middle of rewatching the Dark Knight trilogies with them really? they've never seen it so they never, oh, yeah so yeah, like i'm yeah, watching those those. and i you know i i love those so i've watched those but like like and then i'm into like watching a lot of horror movies with my daughter now because she can watch them so we've been watching a lot of random horror movies like what would you anything good the purge series is like the one we're into right oh, now the good. purge movies but then there's also a purge tv series which we didn't know about um and so we stumbled upon it looking for like the purge movie so we've been watching this purge series too which is actually pretty good so pretty far good, yeah um and yeah, but I'm trying to think of like the last movie on Netflix that I sat down and watched. Dude, you know what I just watched recently, actually? You want to laugh at me? I just saw Equalizer, the first one, I think. I'm pretty sure. First and second one. I just Isn't seen that with um, Denzel? With Denzel. I think those, those are like, old, right? I think those are the most recent movies that I've seen <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like just watching them. Bro, I, I haven't like, 
I'm trying to, I, there's so many on Netflix that I've set up on the queue. I feel like this one is one of them. There's another one that you asked me to watch a while back. Oh, um, Arrival? Yes. I think I still have that oh, one bro, on my you queue. Gotta, that man. one you got to watch, yeah. man. Another, another really good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, Arrival, um, I, I will not do a spoiler on that one. That That's a, that, that's a, a definitely worth watching yeah man i'm so bad so i need i need to do like a catch up uh, yeah the, pre- the premise behind it is fucking insane you walk away from there just going like fuck like what what would i do and then and, and, and then you know if you're if you're a parent you know you know what you would do you know okay. what you would do yep. yeah that's awesome I, I i like watching stuff like that where you're just like there's a decision to be made but it that seems hard but like you said as a parent you're like, nah, I know what I do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like a no, like a no-brainer. It's hard for people who aren't parents. If you're or, not, if you're not a parent, yeah. yeah. If you're not a, oh, parent, you're not the parent of the child that's affecting. I guess it's an easier choice. But then, yeah, it's weird. It, it's weird you say this. Like I was thinking about the because we're watching the Dark Knight um, trilogy and the second one, the Dark Knight, where he gives the two people on the boats the controls and and so the joker is like playing this game with them where like one boat is full of convicts and one boat is like the people sort of coming home from work okay and he rigs both with explosives and he gives a controller to each one and they can each blow the other one up and sort of you know like the 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 group as a collective is like sort of voting on it and trying to decide whether or not and there's like a countdown going but it's like that whole human element of like the you know, you, you see the folks coming home from work are probably like, and yeah, I, I don't, I don't, yeah, they don't, they ain't like, shit. Those are, com- those that, are convicts. Do they know that they're convicts? I think so. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, those pieces of shit. Like, why? Yeah, yeah, right. It's, it's like, just like fucking blow it's, them up it's now. Towards the end of the movie, where he's like, uh, you know, Joker's like fighting with Batman. He's arguing. He's like, no, they're gonna do it. And then like they never, they never blow each other up, right? Like you know, they they come to a vote or whatever, and the people sort of decide against it. And you know whatever the 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 day saved or blah blah, but it's like his point was this kind of like just to show how fucked up we are, how we would you know like how society would sort of eat itself up from the outsides or from yeah. the inside out, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's like one of those like choices you have to make as like a, not necessarily as a parent, but just like I think just as people were always like. Fuck! If I was in this situation, I right, would. You know, right. we we can all. You say never that. know, you man. Never know, Let man. me tell you, Lee. I've I've said many things over the years of just going like, oh, if that ever happens to me, I would do X, and um, and then and then when it did happen, it's just like, oh shit, you know. Yeah, it would. just it really depends on your circumstances of just like where you are in life, you know, like you know maybe who's the people around you, um, what's your situation, like all of that shit comes into play when something actually happens. And um and whatever you thought you was gonna do, there's a lot of times where you go like you're in a situation and you go, Nope, I'm nope, not, not not doing that. Dude, there was um I don't know if you saw Dave Chappelle's special, The Dreamer. I have not. Um towards the end of the special. So he he spends a lot of time talking about the Will Smith and Chris Rock thing because okay. of his ties to 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 both of them, I guess. But like towards the end of it, you know, he has this bit that I found kind of really profound and sort of like one of the best most articulate, I guess, ways of describing sort of the feeling behind it, you know, because like ultimately it ends up with that, with like, yo, until you're in that situation, it's like, yo, people ask me all the time what I would do. Oh, okay. and, so and like then, if you're in Chris's, Chris Rock's situation? Right. Like if you're Chris Rock, what would you do? Gotcha. You know, it's like, oh, if you that was you, what would you have done, you know? And he's like, you know, sort of paraphrasing here, but he's but he sort of like compares himself to like, the thing is, is that I am Will Smith and, you know, and you know this you know whatever i'm going through this and then i am chris rock and you know like and he's like so you know the the thing is is that like they're both me and so and like and could be me and so it's like hard to to answer that but man it's just like a really profound 
uh, sort of speech because, you know, Dave does a lot of, I guess, like public speaking now, for lack of a better thing. You know, he's not doing like bits per se. Like he's he's sort of like just having this this kind of uh, telling stories right? yeah, and, yeah and but yeah man it was really profound and like a uh uh it just made me think about that situation like very differently so was he trying to say stuff like what was he basically saying like sometimes you have to fight and then sometimes you got to know when when to fucking yeah, stand essentially, down he was like i've been will smith i'm the guy who's like on his last um you know uh, who's at his wits end and he's had enough and he's one person away oh, from pushing me over right, the edge right. that, that that he then he's like we've all been there yeah man and then he's like and then i'm chris rock i'm 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 that and i think the phrase he uses i'm like i'm that 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 dreamer who's 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 got this amazing thing and and this situation yes this has happened but i'm doing everything in my power to hold on to this so it's not all taken away from me and it's just all like right like just how you think about that and then and then he goes into like and this is what it's like to be a man and it's like this conflicting of this yin and this yang is like i'm expected to be this you know yes i i have these feelings and and i have these emotions and i have these things that i go through and i have these frustrations and things will set me off but i also have to be mindful of like i can also lose the things that i worked for that you know got me there and that like you know and it's just like and those things are in sort of constant struggle with each other because very true man yeah and yeah man, and i'd never considered like we always talked about how how yeah like yo you know we we had read you know some of will's book and and at that time and we were just kind of like man i can see how he got there and this and that and you know same thing with chris rock and but i think just how for someone who has like that i guess a a relationship you know with one of them um on a personal level but then you know, just, just the way he articulated, I was like, wow, it's just like a really profound way because he sort of tied it into like, yeah, this is all of us. And both of them are all of us. And, you know, there isn't a, 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 I guess a right or wrong way to handle that or like a way that you should criticize or judge any of them. Like, yeah, yeah I think it's really about the judgment, right? Because right. Like you say we could all be, we could all be uh, caught up in a situation like that, whether, whether you're the person getting set off or you're the person, you know, having to exercise restraint. Yep. At, a, at a time when you want to explode. Yeah, like you could be Will. Any of us could be Will. And he's absolutely right. I'm like, yo, we've all had moments in our life where we're like, not today, bro, because I'm I'm on my last. You know what I mean? And then like all it takes is like for someone to catch you in that moment and you are going to show the worst of yourself. And unfortunately for him, it was on, you know, global television. But right. It, it's like we all have those moments and are capable of stuff like that. Like I've never, you know, you joke around here all the time. I've never met anyone that I didn't think wasn't capable of anything in my life. Like there's very few people that I've met that I would be shocked if I heard some story about them. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, that doesn't mean that we're all bad. I just think that we're all human. Like yeah. it's just, yeah, part Absolutely, of it. Absolutely, bro. Dude, um, friggin' uh, Barry Sanders, man. There's another one that I, um, that I watched recently. And it was on, um, I don't know if it's on freaking Prime. I think it's on Prime. Okay. I this think is like his sort of- uh, uh, It's uh, kind of his story. Last dance type thing. Uh, yeah, kind of. It's kind of okay. kind of show, shows how he goes and comes into the NFL and how the, and how the Lions do well. But the, but the reason why I watched it was because I never got sort of closure as a fan. I'm not a Lions fan, but I, was a, but I watched this guy torch the Bears for years, right? <laughs> and so- uh, I never understood why he left. Oh, that's right. He, he retired pre-30 or right at 30. Dude, he was literally like 1,500 yards away. And that's the thing I didn't know. Right? He's 1,500 yards away or approximately from breaking Walter Payton's all-time rushing record. So one season, maybe two. Who ended up getting his record broken by Emmett Smith, who, by the way, came out 
a year, a year or so, and maybe apart from Barry Sanders, maybe the same year. I, I, I have to go look that up. But it came out pretty, right, pretty close, man. At the time when he was 1,500 yards away from breaking the record, Emmitt mm-hmm. Smith was like 4,000 yards away from breaking the record. And Emmitt Smith was a fantastic runner. Yeah. But it just goes to show like the, the difference in, in, in the amount of the, – the difference in, in that talent level. Oh, yeah. And you knew if Emmitt got it, Barry was going to – and now who's to say Emmitt played longer? He wouldn't have eventually broken Barry's record too like if, if Barry breaks it. Yeah, well, he does, maybe, I guess, because if he gets 4,000 more, because if Barry just barely breaks it, then Emmett definitely passes it. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But if he plays through, if, if he has a Emmett Smith-type career um, in, in longevity. Longevity, right, 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 right. Yeah, then he shatters that. He, yeah, think, right. yeah, yeah. So the thing that he went into was they, they actually, at one point, they changed the coach. And then the organization started to let go of guys in the locker room that were not only great players, but also leaders in the locker room. Mm. And so they just started this slow downward, like this slow decline. And it was, it was like, he, he sort of, he sort of said like, sort of came in, had high hopes, you know, made the playoffs. Right. And it was always like this next season, next season, they started seeing this downward trend and then he said as they started to get rid of people and like like I said, people that were friends of his, leaders in the locker room. And man, I it and and that's what kind of made him go, it's enough. Mm, so like it's he, like a job for him, like any other job. That's where, right. Where your your maybe your your leadership goes or your coworkers who you really enjoy and Yeah, dude. And and I thought about that, man. I'm just like, yo, managers, check in on your people. And 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 make sure your people are do are a they're doing okay, but that but that there's also like if there's if there's people within your organization that kind of are like the glue, and we've been in, you know, and I've been in places like this, yeah. and, and I've also been in places like this where they where these people are are let go, yeah, where um, and they don't necessarily maybe do. They don't, they don't maybe hold a high level or whatever, Correct. but like you said, they're the glue. They sort of keep everyone together, and there's a value there that can't be quantified. No, absolutely not, man. Because it affects so much and so many. Dude, I remember, and I may have told you a story before, man. Uh, my, my my father, he, he told me a story about it when he was uh, he was like a leader of uh, or a manager of this x-ray department um, in, in, in New York City. He said that he had a guy that worked for him, and he wasn't the best worker. Okay. And he goes, but for some reason, every when the guy was in the office, everybody else worked better. Hmm. And he goes, I could have easily fired this guy because he, because he wasn't the best worker. And he goes, but for some reason, everybody liked him. And when the guy worked, everybody, he says, I got more production out of everybody else. So you had to keep him around. So he's like, so I kept the guy around because he wasn't a bad guy. He just wasn't my best worker. And he wasn't even in the top. You know, he wasn't even he, he was he was in the bottom of the people that sort of produced. Gotcha. But he but he's like, but he made everybody else in a better mood and they all produced more when the guy was working. That's man, kudos to him for recognizing that. Yeah, bro. You got how many people do recognize that, man? Like the the fuck. I'm not getting what I want from this person, but the ability to sort of see past that and go, but everybody else works better when he's here. Yeah, everybody's, to everybody's put that fucking together. happier. How many people would be oblivious to that? I wouldn't even notice, man. Yeah, because you'd probably get shitty reviews every year. Yep. 
No, but like even like, would you notice if somebody was gone? Like, man, suddenly everybody works harder when this person's here, or you know, like you know how many people are oblivious to that, yeah. man. Like we've all worked with people like that where you're just like, you know, they're not paying attention, like or just things like that don't click, dude. I've been the guy who's fired the guy that everybody's liked, and uh, <laughs> I don't say that proudly, man, but like it sticks with me because they were someone who people liked a lot. Really? And man, and, and yeah. So did you fire did you fire this person because they, their, their performance was low? Yeah, they were just terrible, man. And and they didn't like they didn't make everybody else better, at least I didn't notice. But it was okay. just this person was just bad. Um, but they were so like they were so nice and so nice. And and by the way, nice through the firing. Well, like so you so must you must have really felt like I shit. felt like an asshole. <laughs> and um <laughs> yeah man but but it, there's something to be said for like there's a somber feeling in the room after that and and there's a risk there of you losing everybody else because wow. you let go of someone who from a personal level people were like oh he comes to my house for holidays and you know my kids know him and you know this and that and then you know i'm looking at this person as a I don't want to say a number, but it's like the, the A, the productivity is not there. And then, you know, maybe, maybe there's some embarrassing events here in between in terms of like the perception of the department because of some yeah. stuff that he did, but he's so beloved in the department. Like, so, and so those are always really hard, man. So I've been on that side of that, man. And that was like, it's, yeah, that that's a lonely feeling, bro, in an office. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you know, everybody's like, everybody's like, Juan's an asshole. Guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't fun, man. I mean, I always hate those, but that was a tough one. And then the fact that he took it so well made it even tougher. And like, yeah. And you just go like, man, I hope you find something that is for you. Because I want to see you do well. Yeah. It just can't be here. You know, like it's one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, So it feels like a breakup to somebody who hasn't done anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like where you're just like, yo, you're cool, but. Isn't that how it normally is? <laughs> <laughs> nah, somebody usually does something wrong. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're just like, yeah, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, it was weird. It was, it was, and it was definitely hard, but it's like, we forget like. I'd say I have to say like uh uh the the whole NFL it's a job like we look at it as a football player the thing but at the end of the day and it's that's a job. the way yeah and and that's the way in, in that in that special it also showed how he didn't really give a shit about the accolades he didn't really give a shit you know Barry is one of the one of, he's very famous for scoring touchdowns and just handing the football to the ref like he didn't do any fucking dances celebrations in the end zone it was he was he was sort of like all business yeah he didn't even really care about like he, the, I think at the end of the year or the, at the end of the season. Um, they would they would bring the team in and they would give like almost like a most valuable player, but for the just within the team. Yeah, and he would get those trophies and they say he said towards the end he would like leave the trophy at like his friend's house. It was they, like none of that shit was important to him. He would put himself, put himself out of out of games, um, where they were just you know ahead by a lot. It's just like nah, like put somebody else in. You know, like, I'm I'm good. Um, so he was that kind of guy, and it's then, interesting because a running back that at that time uh, as a running, it's a position running back at that time is a very sexy me 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 oh position, my gosh, like yeah. wide receiver, right? Like look at me, I'm the star of the team. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Like running back is is the is the see me you know position back. Absolutely, and so you could see that kind of like that 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 was just his personality. 
And so when it came to this and, and he just saw the organization kind of going in this direction, he could have easily just become a free agent, right? Like finish out his contract, go put a free me agent, somewhere, yeah. put me somewhere. In a, with, but he was just like, nah, like, I don't want to do it nowhere else. I'm good. Dude, I always thought it was a health thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't a health thing. So it wasn't a health thing at all. I, like, like, meaning, like, you know, how you're saying, like, he said, take me out of games. I remember hearing stories like that where they would be up and, he, and I always thought it was his worry of um, his physical health of, like, I don't want to take shots. I don't need to take. I don't want to. Um, if, if that was the case, man, he didn't mention it. No, the, no, I'm saying the, I, 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 this, this isn't anything that I heard. It was just my assumption just oh, okay. based on the fact that he retired so early. Like, whenever I see, like, Megatron, but then I go, maybe there's something about Detroit that makes these guys want to go. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, no mods. Like, no mods. <laughs> Like, yeah, like I, I, I always thought it was a, a, a. Whenever I see football players retire young, I assume you know if it wasn't an injury that happened, it's sort of like avoiding, you know, knowing what we know now, sort of about football. I always thought it was like, hey, these guys are thinking, let me walk away while I still have my wits about me, yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Did you see, see these uh, college football playoffs this weekend or this past week? I, I did, man. I, um, I watched unfortunately too many of the ones that didn't matter. Or a little bit of the ones that didn't matter, and then, um, you know, as a Texas fan, I, I had the had to struggle through that on Monday night. Um, but you gotta love Penix, man, dude. I that dude might be he I, might be the best guy coming out of college. I think he should be the number one quarterback taken. I get if the first team doesn't take a quarterback, they don't need one. But I think when there's time to take a quarterback, I don't see how you pass on him. I don't see how you pass on him. I can make an argument for Bo Nix. Penix has the fact that he's beat Bo Nix twice had that and just watching him torch that Texas secondary this week. I'm like, geez, I was just I was just surprised on what, you know, and I'm always I was always amazed by him this entire season. Whenever Washington was on TV, I tried to watch because in his throwing motion is kind of crazy. Yeah, It's unorthodox. Yeah, but he drops stuff in there and he always has this shit, you know, like he he pulls back like the bow like he's fucking shooting and is it is like. This guy is just on target. He's just on target most of the time, and he just puts the ball right, right, right where he wants it to be every time. Um, and so that that was that was fun to watch. Let me tell you what wasn't fun to watch. Every other bowl game, fucking horrible. Well, I don't even. And I go, maybe this is the. I'm not acclimated to the college football thing yet, clearly. But I'm like, all right, I've been watching for 20 years now college football, and I don't understand the premise behind bowl games. It don't matter. Like, I really don't get it. Like, there isn't. I don't get why they're a big deal. I don't get why people are excited to get into them. I don't get. There's literally zero upside. To yeah. Them. Uh, I guess monetarily they matter. The team. Gets yeah, to, right. The team gets money, but but like to to your to your point. So you know, we talked about this uh, several weeks back. Like FSU ended up playing Georgia. FSU, there was 14 starters. So granted, there's only 22 starters, right? There's 14 starters decided not to play either because they they were going to the NFL or the transfer portal. Wow, man. And so, you know, so so that game was atrocious. I think it was like 60-something to three or some shit like that. It was something really retarded that they, that, that, that Georgia just like cleaned them up. Um, and then I was I was thinking about this, and I'm going, man, for the for the brand of college football, like that has to hurt the brand. Um, and even you, you mentioned a little while ago, Bo Nix, which is from Oregon. Oregon played Liberty. Listen, Conference USA should not be playing like 
Power Five conferences and you in, see in what happens, game. bro. It was horrible. It's fucking horrible. Yeah, Liberty's undefeated. Right. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. Not anymore, bro. Yeah, and they got the shit kicked out yeah, of them. Yeah, it was bad, man. And so I'm actually more excited for the for the 12 teams next year. Yeah. Because I, I, I hope I don't, they, they probably won't be this way because there's money to be made in the other bowl games. But I'm just like, just leave the 12 teams. If you don't make the 12, you didn't qualify. Dude, That's to it. me, the bowl game should be now these playoffs and then end it with the Rose Bowl. To me, the Rose Bowl should be the national title game every year. It's the prettiest. I was telling my brother, we were watching this yeah. uh, on Monday and, and the, the Rose Bowl game. And I'm like, it has to be the prettiest from a aesthetic perspective, like finish in sports, when that team wins and they rain literally the roses onto the yeah, fields yeah, and the cool, sun man. is setting over California, you're like that looks like a fucking postcard every yeah. time. I'm like that is a beautiful like visual. You know, like as a sports fan, it's like it's cool, but like just anybody looking in, you're like it's Southern California in January in this like backdrop that it doesn't even look like you're in America. Like it just looks like just the prettiest thing. Like I feel like that should be, you know, the way the Super Bowl, I get that it moves every year and all that. I don't think anybody's complaining if the national title game is at the Rose Bowl every year. You already yeah, have maybe this not, bowl man. game. Like make that the finale and make it on New Year's Day. You know, it's funny you say that, man. I, I'm also, I just finished watching the, the series Prime. On Prime, which is uh, Deion Sanders. Oh, I so didn't realize it, he had a series. Yeah, so there's 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 like five episodes per series. Uh, the first season goes with him when he was with Jackson State, and then the the second the second season is is him with with Colorado. Oh wow! Okay, so it's, cool. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's him. It's, it's, it's worth watching. Yeah, yeah. Oh it's worth, wow! Okay. It's worth watching. And then and then it fo- obviously it's it's focused on him, but it but it follows a few players too. So you kind of get to know the players a little bit, and and kind of what they're. You know what they're like and and their off field struggles and things like that. Um, but to your point of the Rose Bowl, there's a there's a there's a point there where he takes all his coaches um, to the Rose to the Rose Bowl. I forget if they're, I guess they were playing. Is that where they played Oregon? They played somebody there, man. I can't remember who it was. But USC. They, USC. USC. Yeah. So they so um, they're gonna play there and and they walk into the stadium and he goes. Fuck man, I I never played here. This is amazing. Mm. And Dion, who had a illustrious college career, an illustrious NFL Charm career, sports career, right? Absolutely, bro. And so for even for him to go like to to be in awe walking in there, it was so pretty cool. Fucking pretty, bro. Like every time I see it on TV, I'm like, wow, man, that has to be cool to be in there. Like it's just beautiful. Like the that backdrop never of taken that notice. stadium, no man. I don't think I've ever taken Dude, notice. I man. am so. Uh, I don't even know what the word is. I see it. It's like the most romantic. It's a romantic. <laughs> it really is, man. It's like a romantic sight, uh, uh, like of like you're watching this game and just that backdrop against these mountains and the sun setting, and it's just this gorgeous. Always, it's never fucking raining, right? Because it's Southern California. It's just the sun is shining. And even the colors look more vivid. And I don't know it's because of how the sun hits that stadium, but it's always like at the end of the game when they're giving all the kids the roses and the roses are raining down on the field. And yada, yada. I'm like, even the colors look more vibrant to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's something, there's something really cool and magical about that thing that I'm like, I gotta, that. I gotta take notice. Where's yeah. the national championship game being played next? Uh, Ooh, Monday? that's a good question. Um, I think it's Vegas this year. Is it Vegas? Because oh. I feel like it's the same side as the Super Bowls in Vegas this year, right? Oh, good question. I don't know. No, maybe I'm wrong because we just did. Um, yeah, don't quote me on that, man. Maybe we should look at national national title game 2020. What is it? Would this be 2023? 
2023. Yeah, I guess. So national title game, you would think it would be like the first thing that comes up. Yeah, well, why you look for that, man? I'm going to tell you that. Houston. Oh, yeah? Houston. Yeah. So I was off. Is that a dome? Um, yes, that is, um, yeah, it's like a retractable roof, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Indoor. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, I wonder why there. Um, you know, I think these teams bid on stuff too, like, and I'm guessing it's where the Texans play, so it's pretty big. Yeah. So, it, uh, um, I think it's the same as the Super Bowl, like, you can bid for it and then and get then it. Because I know that the, the Hard Rock Stadium has gotten it a, f- a few times, the, yep. the national title game, and then, like, I man, I thought maybe it's next year. I know Vegas is getting their first Super Bowl. I think this one is in Vegas, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, man, the one coming. Um, and then there's another one, man. Uh, 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 I thought college football was getting one in Vegas, man. Maybe it's next season, but um, yeah, I don't know, man. To, to me, get rid of the to, to your point, like just for these fucking bowl games that don't matter. Make the playoffs these bowl games because they don't. I feel like they're they're. If if even the players don't care about like the stakes aren't high enough, so the players don't care about playing in them. Right. If, then if, if you're not in the top four, it didn't really it matter. didn't really matter. So then why am I? You know, unless you're a player playing for a roster spot the next year on the same team, like you don't care. Do you incentivize players with maybe personal incentives by winning that game? Like, is like that what, how you fix that money? Fuck, it works for NBA guys. Yeah, it works but, for NFL guys. But do you, but the school can't right. No, like but who from the game itself, right? You have no deals now, so the school doesn't have to pay you. But if you win, winning team gets this pool of money for players. Uh, so then everybody gets everybody gets a cut. Everybody right? gets a cut. So now everyone's incentivized. Like, do you do something? But like I think that. that doesn't that make you does that make you a professional? Man, I think that by the way, because the nil, nil deals, deals are done. Yeah, but the nil deals are outside. It's cool. like outside yeah. money, So then right? you make it whoever's the sponsor. Fucking Tostitos is giving you guys a sponsorship for a day. Like, it's a really easy workaround, I think, monetarily. Like, the same way all those players got those free trucks. What was the team that gave away the oh, free trucks? Oh, no, I didn't hear about Yeah, that. one of the local dealership gave every player on, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of school, but there's a college. Every player got a free pickup truck and it was like it's their leases for like a year or two whatever whatever but it's like there's ways around that like now that there's a before it was more difficult right because you had to sort of be quiet about it but now that they're allowed to make money now you're just fucking circumventing the what they can do to make money and and so you can be outward about it like yeah i don't know we're going through this thing it's not a it's not a payment it's a sponsorship yeah, I don't know. And the other thing that I learned was that Mike Norvell, which is the coach for Florida State, is a fan of the show. Yo, shout out Mike, yo. Because he must have listened to me on a nub episode a few he absolutely <laughs> a few weeks ago. He stole your speech he stole verbatim. It, damn it. Verbatim, bro. Back when they got when they got snubbed, um, I came on here and we did the pod and, and I was and I basically was like, man, for for the Florida State players, they went undefeated. Um, I basically was like, you can do everything right and still lose out. And yeah. and 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 when they got their asses whooped, uh, Mike Novell um, in their in their locker room basically told them um, similarly: uh, hard work does not guarantee success. And so so and I was hoping that he would kind of come with some message like that for them because yo that's life. Yeah, man. Shout out to him because like you said, we we had that conversation here, and and it's really easy to take that bitter route of like poor us and we didn't get picked for this and you know whatever else um yeah screw the committee yeah that kind of shit and for him to take that route and also you know he uses to prove a point of a message that it sounds like he had already told them you know because he says hey when i got here i told you hard work does not guarantee 
yeah. success. And so, uh, yeah, man, I, I was like, yo, clearly he listens to the show. Um, <laughs> you know, you're welcome for giving you your post game speech. <laughs> we do what we can. Come on the show, man. We'll make you a drink. <laughs> and we, we could talk about how he fixed this for you and, and the college committee uh, moving forward. <laughs> but I'm really glad because, you know, to your point before, it's like this is a life lesson that it's a at their age and at what they do, it seems like the biggest deal and maybe the biggest what ifs of their life. But the lesson that they would have taken forward from that, you know, and it's that, you know, the whole, the, the hard work doesn't guarantee the success thing. I think it's something that they'll carry with them forever. Yeah. So, yeah. How are we doing on time, bro? We're right at an hour. Oh, shit. It's like you got an internal Dude, clock for this now, man. Tell me about, um, <laughs> tell me about somebody's driveway. Yo, did you see this? this it's no, fucking, I, no, I did not. Fucking Florida, bro. So oh, this Florida story? Is, of course it's Florida, bro. You, you know, go. every week I got to have a... Got to go with a what's Florida popping story. In Florida Come on, this man. Week. What we got? What we got? And so this lady, man, pulls up to her house uh, on, a, on a random Tuesday, uh, and her driveway is missing. I mean, literally, her driveway is just dirt. And she's... Someone has taken uh, all the concrete, and it is no longer there, and it is gone. And um, actually, you, and I'll give you, I, I'm going to take this one step further. This is down the street from here. It was in Orlando. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So so I'm assuming they found out what happened. Did somebody like, because you can get your driveway sort of replaced, right? You can come, they, yeah. they can come busted up. Did somebody come busted up? Yeah. Like, like. So what they're thinking now is that the company made a mistake on the address and they it. busted and they up busted her up. driveway. And then oh she know, got she get a new driveway so she getting a new driveway yep from the company that fucked it up is gonna obviously replace it and you know pour her a new driveway and all that so you know kudos to her kudos good to her. but if, yo if it's anything like mine she need to get it replaced need, bro and that shit is expensive so you gotta be thinking twice about it you're like yeah I don't need it that bad dude I wanna say fuck man I, my my neighbor got hers done several years ago and it was like ten G's. <sighs> For a fucking driveway. Yeah, that's insane, man. For something you just ride, you know, park your cars on. For some con- for some concrete. I can't even. I'm a little salty. I got a, I got a quote today for about 10 G's to fix a couple things that's wrong with my car. Uh, Ooh, for your car. That's yeah, a, that, that ain't the driveway. driveway. Man, yeah. you didn't get a driveway out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm a little, hey, I'm you're a little, little salty, salty on 10 G's. <laughs> Like, sorry, hey, man. You have, yeah, why well, you gotta go I should have brought man. that up. You should, fuck, I need to pour me another gin. But, but I, I just, the hilarious part is, why right, you pull up at home and your fucking driveway's gone. Like, what are you parking dirt? Yeah, but then, I you, mean, what but, goes through oh your mind? Oh my God. Because, like, you and I have, I guess, the wherewithal, the experience to know, like, oh, someone must have gotten the address wrong and fucking throw this up and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. But how many people would be like, don't even know that's a thing? What happened? What happened to my <laughs> happened? They don't call nobody. Who do you go? Imagine no one's there. Who do you call? Yeah. You better hope you got a ring and I guess you catch someone or some kind yeah, of camera. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, you and then call? you catch them. Yeah. Who, who do you call? Who do you check? How <laughs> your, do you find out? Your neighbor was like, oh, I thought you were getting it replaced. Bro, how's that 911 call go? Because, right, do you report it stolen? <laughs> Like, what do you mean? Like, when I left this morning, there was a driveway. When I got home from work, it was, it was gone. gone. I don't know what to tell you, bro. It was <laughs> like, the aliens. Because literally, the picture of her of her house, it's dirt, and there's no like residue or wow. or garbage left or so a they dumpster. Did a great job. Fantastic. Like, I would hire these people <laughs> so in a heartbeat while she was at work. <laughs> while she was at work, and it came back. They did I wonder how the fuck do they bust that up? I wonder. Um, like the, I've seen like it. jackhammers and they no bro I've seen them well I guess maybe you could do the jackhammers but I've seen them use the actual um, 
ah, fuck, the bulldozer. The the cup to the bulldozer. Literally, you smack it down on it and then pick the piece up and then oh, throw it into there. Wow. Yeah, because you know how sometimes they'll have like the, the, the pointy ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've seen them literally just So use you could that. make quick work of it if you had a machine. Yeah, like just that. doom, doom, scoop it. Uh, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. And it's not a huge one. It's not like you have a fucking runway for a drop. <laughs> this isn't. That's why yours is going to be 20 and 10 G's. It's like. No, my shit's probably like, be 20 G's. Bro, now with like, the way prices Yeah, are. paving a county road. <laughs> yeah, fuck that, man. I, we, we already, you know what? We, we, we talked about like replacing it or get, you know. Now, now we're down to, we're going we're gonna to fix that section. Just <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> bro, you got. I remember the first time parking in your driveway, bro. I thought I turned down a street. <laughs> I was like, the fuck? The house is up here somewhere. <laughs> Long ass driveway, bro. I was like, damn, bro. They land planes on that. I thought it was, hey, you, know, you know, that neighborhood in Ocala with the runways and then people park their 747s oh, and all yeah, that shit. Yeah. I was like, I don't know, Ocala. Like, what the fuck is going on here, bro? This shit is crazy. Listen, it comes in really handy when you get when you got get togethers. Dude, for party. Everybody no parks, parks on the street. Yeah, everybody parks in the street. I believe you, bro. And then some. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy, bro. All right, bro. What you want to end with? Ooh, what we got that? That's a Tell good, me about uh, the. What about you want to do this Tinder plan? Yo. Yeah, we got to do this Tinder thing, man. So if you guys don't know, like Tinder is obviously a dating app. Um, very popular. Probably the most popular dating app, I guess. It's basically like, a, is it a dating app or is it a hookup app? Yeah, it's for fucking. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah, it yeah. is, right? I, I think That's the premise, I, well, I guess it's dating, but slash, but I think it's understood. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I think Tinder is the one that it's for hookups. Yeah, so okay. um, there is a new subscription service on Tinder that costs $500 a month. And Select. it is invitation only. <laughs> Not like it. Keep the wheels turning. It is invitation only. Uh, and it allows you exclusive, I guess, I, I guess would, would hook you up more with the people that you match closest with, which I thought was the premise behind a dating app anyway. Um, yeah. And then gives you all this other access to, to people and I guess helps you show up more in feeds of people you're compatible with and whatever else. It's like for five hundred and it's and it's and is that like per month? Yes. Get the fuck out of here. Bro. Now if you have to that pay give you is, is that is that like the is that like the blue check mark of fucking Instagram? You know what I mean? Is that like the if it's almost like if you're paying that fee, is it known that you're paying that fee depending on how you show up and then people that want to match with you know that you are able to pay that fee and then therefore maybe you are more attractive? Yeah, man. And I, fuck, that's a good point. And then it's the blue check mark. It's the blue check mark. So now you're more desirable. Yeah. Because people think you have money. But then, because that's a real thing. Absolutely. But when the fuck, I guess it does work for hookup culture too, right? Like if people know, but I, I don't know. But if you think they have money, like I'm not trying to fuck you because you're, if you think someone has money, you want the long term. Yeah, sort of benefits. But you of that. said you don't want the hookup. Said, you said it's a dating app. Yeah. So I guess it can make it to be used for for both. I've always heard of it as like the hookup. No, no, for sure. Me too. It's it's fascinating. Like I'm thinking about it now, but also I would be really weirded out by anyone who had to pay five hundred dollars to get laid. Like, dude, I, I I know I know people who basically who who say like being like out in the in the, the dating world again. Yeah is 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 horrible 
and, and for they, sure and they and they can't find you know and, and they can't find that sort of like that special companion and they've tried and they've tried dating apps and things like that and if there was something that you pay for maybe in hopes that you go okay i'm gonna pay this for a couple of months find my match and then i stop man i this is where the old guy i mean i guess shows up because <laughs> like i'm not anti-dating apps no 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 of course um you know, doesn't everybody has their cup of tea? I just think it's. I don't think I don't think I would use it. I, no, I think from a romantic level, there's a certain connection, and I, and I guess maybe the app helps you get to a point where you can try to find out if you have a connection with Correct. someone. But the the there's a certain I don't know, man. I like the old school thing of like talking, like like seeing someone and talking to them and establishing like whether it's a friendship and then it growing from there yeah. or just being like hey i find you attractive i want to get to know you whatever like but then where do you go for shit like that like as you get older yeah like, like you're not going to the club anymore i mean now there are some of us that still do right like but for the most part you're not, yeah, going to you're the not club doing anymore. the club you're not trying to so, find your mate at a club yeah, yeah. right and, and, and so so it it, it sort of limits you know, if you're not into any like, um, I don't know, any extracurricular activities that that involve a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, like you have your people at work, you know, people that you sort of meet, you know, in a in a work environment. But other than that, maybe church, right? Like if you yeah, if, if, if you go to if you go to church, you have to be in a place where you are around that you're around people. Yeah, it would have to be the the stuff you do all the time. You said it would have to be work, church. Um, if you belong to any clubs, um, leagues, whatever, like yeah, yeah, no, right. anything yeah, like yeah. that. No, fucking take up pickleball, some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. right. And I think then, you have to you put. Have to I think other than the app, you have to put yourself in social situations, right? That aren't like, yeah, like the club. It's weird, right? That's not an environment that is conducive to you getting to know someone. And you know, it works when you're 20, and yes. you're 21, whatever. Like it, it doesn't work when you're 35. Like it, it but the I think you have to put yourself in social situations and then, you know, I don't know. And I guess you don't have to. I think that's what you would do. I guess if you're asking me if I don't want to do the apps, because I hear this from people all the time. Like, where would I even meet somebody? I'm like, fuck, you don't go out. You don't go to the grocery store. You don't go, um, you know, whatever you do on a day to day basis. Like you, there's a way, I guess, to, to, to find people there and just spark up conversations. I, I think really the thing is we're so shitty at real life conversations now yeah most, because most they're people so are. used to hiding behind a keyboard I, and i do think there's something to being behind the keyboard that maybe it's more disarming and so you you're it's freeing like where, where maybe you feel like you can be yourself more i you know i do get that but i don't know man there's like a a, a, a i don't know man Dude, most maybe most the people old person don't, in me most people don't spark up conversations man i think that's just a, that's just a yeah a, just i guess i don't actually i fucking talk to myself so i, I don't <laughs> yeah no that no, no. and, and yeah, you, yeah. you know you have a personality where you can you know like just put you in a space with somebody and you'll fucking spark up a conversation where like me maybe not yeah, I, and I know I annoy people with that, right? Because like people go on me, they're like, "Motherfucker, you talk to everybody," <laughs> and then suddenly where you're like, you know, six deep at a table, and there was two of us that showed up, you know. So it's like, right? But I like genuinely enjoy talking to people. I guess, yep. and, and like, there's a genuine curiosity that comes with like it could be anything. I could be like, "What are you drinking?" and it'll just spark off this long. Dude, I had a conversation. This is prime example. I had a conversation this week with a guy at a farmer's market who makes uh, leather goods like belts okay. and and i wound up buying a dog leash that he that he made out of leather or whatever and he's like a 70 something year old man 
and he's been working with leather since he was five. And he makes everything by hand. And I've got like a 30 minute lesson on how to make leather goods and talking to him and just like, and I'm like, like asking him a bunch of questions. And his wife is like, you just made his day. And you know, because he loves, she's like, I've he known him. Talking about yeah. She's like, he loves, he can talk about this all day. I've known him for 40 years or yeah. whatever. Like he won't stop. Like if you don't just walk away, right? you know, but I was genuinely like, Hey, really curious. I like talking about anybody who's passionate about anything. I don't fucking care if it's cup making. Like I just, when you talk to people that are passionate about something, there's, there's something like invigorating about it. I don't know. It's like, it's really cool to see, but then it's something that I don't know anything about. So it's just like, man, and how'd you think of this? And how do you do that? And how do you make like, you know, and he's showing me everything from like the, the, how he picks leather to how he shapes it and then how he stitches it and how he crafts it. And oh, this is how yeah, he puts him, you know, it's that like, shit was me, bro. I'd have been over there like, oh, that's really nice. And he started telling me how he did it. I've been like, oh, cool. Oh, no. All right, man. I'm out. I was fucking terrible. And I asked, <laughs> asked follow up questions. <laughs> I was like, no, oh, but, but. That's, but that's who you are, right? That's your personality, bro. And like, I'm not like that. So I could see people that, that, that are in, you know, are trying to be in that dating scene and maybe they're older and, and, and they can't, right? Like, you go, like, ah, if I pay for this, maybe for a short term. Maybe I find maybe I find somebody easier because I'm not the social butterfly and I'm not gonna be out and I'm not gonna be talking to people. Dude, and I this benefits guys more than girls, right? I would think. If I'm yeah. a guy, I'm not more attracted to a woman that spends five hundred dollars a month. I'm at, that actually would deter me. Like if I yeah. saw a woman that could spend five hundred dollars a month, I would wonder I, like yeah, I can, A I can see why you said why that. do you need to spend five hundred dollars a month? And then uh yeah, it just no. Hey, I'm just gonna leave it at hey, Why do you need to spend? That's a red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like, like, do you, I? I don't care that you have money. So that status thing doesn't do anything for me. Right. And then, how well, fucked up are you? That because, dude, as a woman, it's very easy to get picked up, right? Like, like, yes. or at least it, it doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you're gonna get what you want. But, but in terms of, but like, there's gonna be guys hitting on you. People are gonna shoot their yeah, shot. Yeah, right? go, like, go to the fucking grocery store yeah, and, yeah. and and smile and say good morning or not because you talk to pretty <laughs> women all the time who are like, no, nobody hits on me. And you're like, hey, you probably walk around with the puss face. Yeah, that or like guys are punks. And so they oh, like, that's shoot too, their right? shot. Yeah, Somebody yeah. goes like, oh, you're out of my league. Yeah, yeah. because how many guys, do you know, that wouldn't shoot their shot or like, you know, or just like, nah, she's out of my league. I'm not going to talk to her. And I'm like, that's probably why you should, because nobody, everybody else thinks how you think. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I, yeah, I don't know. I, there's just something about, to me, if you need to spend 500 bucks on an app, I'm already turned off. Hey man, aren't people paying for paying for blue checks now? But especially for a hookup, though. Like go back to if you're just mm. trying to get laid and you're a yeah, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting laid is very getting laid is, is very yeah, easy yeah, for a yeah. guy, bro. Getting laid is extra easy for a woman. If you're a guy and you're halfway decent looking and you can have a conversation, getting laid's easy. If you're a woman, you just you need don't to have walk to say anything. You don't have to yeah. say anything, bro. Just motion over <laughs> and like you know pick and mostly yeah we're fucking terrible, bro. So like okay like. Most, like, I don't know. It, that part's easy. So the $500 is just fucking, I don't know. It weirds me out. Like, for 500 bucks, I better, like, you, you are you paying for the lay? Like, at this point, it's like, yeah, yo, it's understood so, that you're, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Like, you just, might as well get a prostitute. Just get a whore. Yeah. Just get a prostitute at that. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Let's get out of here. And on that, tell them where they can find us. At the Carbon Football Podcast on IG, the Carbon Football Podcast on Facebook, YouTube, at Carbon Football Podcast on TikTok, and our Carbon FP Pod on X, and all your favorite audio platforms, Audible, Amazon, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podchaser, for now, Google Podcasts, and um, yeah, anywhere else where you like to listen to your audio. So uh, yeah, hit us up on there. And uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Leave us a review and, and shout out to you guys for the support. And as always, we appreciate you guys. We will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.